So is it really midnight over there? I guess. Yeah. It's still daylight over here. It's seven, seven o'clock right now. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Creative Waffle. And yes, it really was midnight when I recorded this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Today's guest is designer Temo Morales. How are you say, Temo? It's going good. Thank you for having me. It's, it's honestly, this is the first time I've been asked to be on a podcast. So it's awesome, exciting, and a little nervous. Nerv- <laughs> yeah. But I'm good, I'm good. Awesome. So the first question I have for you, we'll get straight into it, is what was your favorite logo and why? Favorite logo. Um, actually, the most current favorite logo that I have is something that majority of people haven't heard of. Uh, I live in Lafayette, Indiana, and it's if you guys don't know, it's uh, where Purdue University's at, and they just opened a um, this uh, a co-working studio for people that are mainly for designers, videographers, photographers. A lot of like people that are creatives, freelancers. Uh, there's there's small uh, there's people that started their small business, and it's called Matchbox uh, Co-working Studio. Um, cool. It's the logo is very cool. Uh, it was it was made by I would say um, Garrett, and he owns his own business and he kind of branded that whole thing. And there's like so much meaning behind it. I wish I had something of it, but <laughs> I don't. But there's so much, like, every little part of the logo represents something. It's basically a flame with a little old matchbox right in, in the flame, and it's got the matchsticks uh, kind of making an X. Cool. Um, so the flame is kind of representing, you know, people's desire to create, to to make something with in commercial art, you know? And uh, the box is kind of like the studio itself where people come together and the matchsticks are the individual people that make that co-working studio. Uh, it's really retro and uh, it looks it looks awesome. Yeah, that's that's currently what I like right now. <laughs> that's, that's got a really nice meaning behind it as well. That's, that's lovely. I'll um, put it on the screen for the people who are watching this. So where, where do you go to in researching uh, for a project or design? It depends on the project. So I am a, I like, I'd like to call myself a, uh, I'm a freelancer, but I also work at a marketing company. And as a freelancer, I've kind of learned to be kind of like a jack of all trades. So I do a lot of, I do photography, I do video, and I do a lot of branding, branding as in creating logos and brand identities for companies. Um, and depending on the project, Usually I tend to go to Dribble first just because I follow some really great designers. Uh, and then I follow some uh, some of my teachers from when I was in college. Nice. And nice. Uh, they use some of their work to kind of explain some uh, principles and stuff. So it kind of helps me refresh my mind. I'm like, oh, yeah, they did this. So maybe I should keep that in mind as well. So Dribble right now is my the first place I go. But then I, I kind of about six six months ago I joined the Designers League on Facebook. It's a really big group, and you have you have so many people from um, all all walks of life. You have newbies that are just starting out. You have some people that are putting out some really good work, and um, I ask questions there or even to see what people 
like find people's portfolios and see what they do and you know kind of just kind of get inspired not and i try not to go to like pinterest or just google because i find that i get a lot of the same designs repeated over and over yeah and styles as well and i yeah i try to stay with 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 those two for now yeah <laughs> i was i was looking around for my uh my designer's league pin badge, but I couldn't find it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually got mine. Um, hold on. I just bought it like a week ago. <laughs> the coolest thing. They're so good, aren't they? <laughs> if anyone wants to buy one, they should. It looks so great. It's got to be around the somewhere. But yeah, Tom's done a great job of that. And Oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool it's beautiful so it's so intricate as well but yeah it's a, yeah a fantastic um fantastic like group on facebook and i've interviewed a few, few people on there now uh obviously tom and uh dan and, and yeah those people but yeah it's um worth checking out and and getting on it because you get so much feedback from about eight thousand designers so it's, it's pretty cool. yeah it's a great community i i try to kind of like help out people too that are starting out like not just be a spectator but also try and get involved and it kind of helps if anyone's wondering whether they should join that group. I think it helped them out just because there's people that ask very basic questions. And then when you try and help them, it kind of challenges you to see, like, do you really know your craft? Yeah. Because yeah. you don't have to teach it to someone. So it's worth it's worth doing. Awesome. You, you mentioned photography as well. I mean, looking at your Instagram page, you can clearly see that you're a photographer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just so clean. It's, oh, it's beautiful. I'd love to have a setup like yours. I mean, as you can see in the background there, um, you'll talk about that. Yeah, this, this is where all the photography happens. Um, the, the cool story behind that, um, I was using Instagram just like anybody else, but I decided to kind of challenge myself to... Uh, limit myself like um, like okay I'm gonna do my desk and I'm just gonna use you know a minimalistic design uh, layout and try and take pictures but not um, kind of like challenge myself to take the same pictures yeah you'll see my laptop like 20 billion times but I hope that each time it's different new angle and it kind of like really shows off the design and my and my uh, followers have really grown and it's kind of cool just seeing that uh, that my work is kind of paying off um, so it's really cool it's a, yeah I, I love it I, I really love seeing your account um, I don't know how you keep it so clean as well like your desk my my desk is an absolute mess <laughs> <laughs> well I, I kind of cleaned up a little bit knowing that we'd be doing this so <laughs> it's usually it's usually a mess so <laughs> cool well back to the questions what what is your favorite fonts uh, uh favorite font right now is maybe something that everyone has heard of and it's the myriad pro and mainly oh, because because yeah. work because at work where i work it's a marketing agency um uh, i work with um uh, like big client like regional clients with banks that are kind of like in the midwest and hospitals and so they try to keep their stuff very um, I don't know, not, not necessarily generic, but they try to stay with the same brand and Myriad Pro is what we use a lot with the bank. Mm. And so I kind of like, I'm always up for a challenge. So Myriad Pro has lots of weights and you can do so much with it. Um, it's kind of, 
at first when I was going through design school, I stayed away from any like standard stock fonts, like being all snooty. <laughs> but uh, but now that I have to work in with it in real life, it's kind of great just to see like okay, I can make some really good work with a standard with, with a standard uh, font that anyone has in their computer, and it's kind of I've I've grown to like it just because I have to use it. And so now I get, I'm forced to create stuff with it. So cool. cool. That's where I'm at. So when did you first get into design? When did you realize you wanted to be a designer? Um, a funny story. It's very similar to, uh, Mr. Burns or Matt Burns. I think ben he had him. I didn't really, I didn't really know about being a graphic designer till I started college. Right. So, uh, my art, I used, I took a lot of uh, art classes when I was in high school and my my art teacher went to school to be a graphic designer and she kind of like hinted me towards it, but I guess I didn't understand what she was trying to explain. Like, oh, I can make, like use my design or art skills to, you know, make a living off of it. So uh, I went off to Purdue University here in uh, where where I live. And I just got, I did not like what I, I was going to be a teacher uh, and it was going to be like an art teacher and really get into the fine art. Um, and it's just, I did not like it. It was just not, it was not what I expected. And so I kind of dropped out of college and I worked and funny enough, my sister got an invite from a college uh, down in Indianapolis. She had an open house. I took the invite and I went. And I love, like they talked about graphic design. I was like, oh man, that sounds great. I took a tour and within a week I signed up and I had some amazing teachers and I like really picked it up. Um, I really love the idea of just being a graphic designer. I tell my coworkers, it's like a superpower. Because you can make yourself anything, you, like literally anything, and you you can just do it with your own, with your computer, with your skill, with everything. So that's how I kind of ran into graphic design. So <laughs> it's cool that you say it's like a superpower because it's like a different way of thinking. Everyone like we see things other people don't see, like weird type things, and and that, oh that doesn't work, and just random stuff all over the place, and it can get quite frustrating but also it's beautiful yes i really agree yes i i kind of annoy my wife whenever i'm like oh look at look at that font and she's just like it's just like who cares i'm like no but look at it it's like it's so great so yeah awesome so do you look up to anyone in the design world who's who's your design idol Ooh, um Unfortunately, I would say I don't really have anyone, uh, mainly because I feel like I came late into this career, mm. and I'm just I'm just trying to. I feel like I've always had to play catch up because I even when I was in college, people like had names of like, oh, I really like this place or I like this agency, and I've been kind of lost. So um, honestly, I just. I, whoever I run into in, uh, in Dribble or even in Behance, you know, um, I just see their work. But uh, the first person that kind of comes to mind is a agency that it's in San Diego. It's Cava Design, C-A-A-V-A. -A -A. Um, 
he the the guy that owns it, he he kind of he had some really cool work in Tumblr, and I started following him, and I got and I got to see how he he started his agency from the ground up. And I reached out to him when I was in college, and he's a great guy, and he sometimes sends work my way, nice. and which is kind of like mind blowing for me because I, you know, I I didn't think I was that great that good of a designer, but good enough for someone that's in California to send work my way. That's kind of cool. So um, just seeing him, his work and the stuff that he puts out is really cool. If if anyone wants to be inspired with some awesome packaging uh, design, go to his website. It's great. Awesome. I'll check it out. I've never actually heard of him. So that's, that's cool. That's why I do this podcast, you know, to get different inspiration and, and people's thoughts. Great. Thank you. Um, yeah. So what, what's the most valuable design book you've read or piece of content? What's, what have you found most valuable? Hold on, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so as a, as a freelance designer, I always, I love type. So I think everyone has seen this. Um, this is a great resource. I, um, I've read it like five times already, and I just always go back through it just to read it. Uh, just to kind of remind myself of, you know, simple tips and just simple things to do. And, but I've really been trying to work on my uh, web web design skills. So I know HTML and CSS, so you got to have this book. <laughs> but I've been really trying to push into basically JavaScript. And, yeah, so these are right now on the dock to start reading. And I just have to find the time. It's just hard, hard sometimes. And yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right now what I want to read. Um, the type book, obviously, I've read it a couple of times, but mm. refreshing mm. myself on that stuff and learning new stuff. That's, yeah. That's still the key, isn't it? Always learning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> finally, what's your number one design tip? What would you say to any creative out there? Uh, number one design tip is... Always uh, the acronym KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, it's so easy to overdo things. And sometimes um, it's just, I usually when I see work from someone starting out, uh, they, they try to add a lot of things. Um, they try to, especially with logos, something super complicated. Uh, very, it looks great if it was an illustration on itself, but when you start seeing it applied in the real world, it kind of loses its uh, what made it great, just because it's not it's not legible. You can't see what it is. It becomes very vague, and it kind of goes with everything. It, if you're working on a website, if you do too much, you start you lose the attention of the user. Uh, even if you do a poster, sometimes, uh, yeah, the, the design looks great, but then did they get the content that you're trying to communicate? Um, Pretty much, it falls it falls into a lot of a lot of things, um, just because you can lose legibility. You can you can the person that's looking at your work may you may not communicate what you're trying to communicate because you overdid it or it's too busy, so it just gets pushed off to the side. Awesome. So, thanks very much. The last question is, but where can people find you on the internet and say hello? Like obviously, Instagram. What what is your Instagram handle and website? Uh, my Instagram handle is 
Morales, M-O-R-A-L-E-S, and C-T. Um, and my website is timomorales.com. Um, I'm still, I need to find the time <laughs> to put my, my work up there. I started, um, it's just, uh, it's just putting it all together and making it look presentable, making it look nice. Yeah. But that's uh, that's actually what I'll be working on this week. So. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Rosh, for going on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. This, this is fun. This was fun. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. You really do need to go and check out Temo Morales on Instagram. His Instagram is beautiful. Such minimal, clean shots of, of his work and his uh, and his products and his workspace is it's really nice. And whilst you're on the internet, go and check out BlueDeer.Design, the creative hub of the Creative Waffle Podcast. If you're on YouTube, give us a subscribe, that would be amazing, and a thumbs up. Um, if you want to give any feedback on iTunes and YouTube, that would be great. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast, and I'll see you in the next one.